What's going on, everyone? Happy Saturday, and welcome to the Season Gaming Big Cast. This week, episode 142, and I'm joined by some really, really good people this week for a big week in gaming. In fact, uh, there's big gaming announcements going on as we're recording this. So anyway, before we get to all those, let me jump over to my partner in crime, who is, for some reason, I can't figure out, celebrating Rihanna's birthday today. We should all be celebrating Rihanna's birthday. We should be celebrating Rihanna every day of the year, but um, for, for God's sake, let's at least take one day and appreciate the beauty that she brings to this world in not only just a you know, physical way, but also through her wonderful music. And uh, I, she's amazing. Amazing. And I will uh, worship her to the day I die. I, I, I know that you're <laughs> at least partially serious. I'm 100% serious. I, I did not know that you listened to Rihanna music like that. Listen, I don't listen to a lot of, like, you know, R&B. You know, I listen to some rap and stuff. But sure. Rihanna, her voice, amazing. She does have a great voice. Great voice. Yeah. Acting skills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you've seen Battleship, it's so bad. No, no, like, she doesn't yeah, need to act. No, yeah, she fine. absolutely does not. It just yeah. tarnishes her, her, her whole mystique. So... You know, really, just stay away from that, honey. You know, I'll call you later. We'll we'll talk. Does this and, uh, this have, does this have any gaming relevance whatsoever? No, I'm just you okay. know, right. not at all. Was there a battleship game? It's a game. Yeah, I guess, no, you know, technically, that's, about, that's about as close as I'm going to be able to get to tying these things together. But, you know, <laughs> to shout um, out. Can we just agree that if you and I are ever hanging out and we run into Chris Brown, we're just going to take him out? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All yeah, right. he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Calm yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, joining us this week, uh, season gaming big cast regular. Everyone here knows him, of course. Our friend from across the pond, the gaming enthusiast from Germany. What's going on, brother? <laughs> what is up? Thank you for having me again on the show. It's it's been a while. Uh, yeah, it has. I, I miss you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to be on the show today. We have a couple of awesome topics uh, lined up. So yeah, can't wait to talk about them. Yeah, that, I can already see your name. So uh, you know, I had to pull a little oh, yeah. out behind me. I got excited this morning, and yesterday was a, a fantastic day, which we'll obviously get to shortly. Um, What's going on, chat? Good to see everyone. We um, uh, Wandering Dutch is actually going to join us as well. He said he's running a little bit late. I don't know if he's coming back from work or an engagement or something, but he should be here shortly. So uh, we will get to him as soon as he jumps on. But for now, uh, we can go ahead and get started. And uh, one of the first things we're going to talk about is, um, is Xbox. And one of the major topics we want to talk about this week was around their game improvement technology. So Earlier this week, they announced uh, what they call FPS Boost, which is kind of a you know simple name. But um, what this is, is it's a way um, for Xbox consoles, Series X, Series S consoles, technology that will take older games and basically allow them to either double, sometimes quadruple frame rates, regardless of whether or not the game was originally designed for it. So I think that's what makes this uh, topic most interesting is if you take a game that previously ran at, say, 1080p 30, just as an example, on uh, Xbox One, this technology will allow it to run at, say, 1080p 60 on Xbox Series S or X without any necessary coding from the developer. That's the impressive piece about it. So they rolled this out with a handful of games this week, Watch Dogs 2. I know Super Lucky's Tale actually jumped all the way to 120 frames. I mean probably makes sense, right? It's a pretty simplistic game. Um, 
But I wanted to touch on this on the larger scale of the topic of not just this FPS boost, which is really cool, um, but Xbox's continued focus over the past couple of years on game preservation and improvement between backwards compatibility, uh, auto HDR, which, you know, the more I see that on, on more of the games I play, the more impressed I am with it. Um, things like texture enhancements and improved anti-aliasing, like we've seen with some of the Xbox One original titles and even Xbox 360 titles, um, and now FPS boost. So, I mean, Xbox is getting to a place where you can play a game that's 15, 20 years old, and it, you know, it plays smoothly and looks like a game that may have been, you know, maybe last generation instead. Um, and so... I know, uh, Archimedes, you just did a video on some of this technology this week, uh, as we always talk about here. Obviously, you know, I think anyone here obviously checks out your channel and sees your videos. But if you're listening, uh, make sure you do that. Of course, you can find the, the uh, information in the uh, description here. But why don't you uh, give us your thoughts on FPS Boost along with Xbox's continued efforts on this uh, game improvement technology? Yeah, I mean, you you already said a couple of things that that, that are really unique about this. Um, besides the fact that it's a it's a cool technology, and we all love to play the games with higher frame rates. Um, what Microsoft is doing for for game preservation is just incredible, in my opinion. Um, it, the, the whole um, back compat service would be awesome enough if we could only play. OG Xbox games, 360 games, now Xbox One games on, on one console. That's already a great service because they don't have to do that. It's not usual in, or common in the, in the console business. But for them, really go out and and putting all this effort in into the games, uh, like you said. Uh, we had that already uh, when we had uh, the 1X came out. Yeah, We had the increase in resolution to 4K and 16 times uh, anisotropic filtering, and the games really looked amazing. I remember playing Oblivion again, mm. um, very early uh, 360. I think it even was a launch title for the 360. So it was a really old game. It was yeah? it was very early in that in that window. Was, yeah, yeah, and I was really surprised by how much detail you could suddenly see in the textures, and then when the um, when the Series X came out, Auto HDR, yeah, uh, everyone should check out Arkham City. This is uh, the the game that I always say is is a showcase for what Auto HDR can do. And and now we have this um, frame rate boost. Um, this is just just ama an amazing fan service because I I hardly think this is a business case for them. You no. don't pull in new customers into your ecosystem by offering such a such a um, service. Yeah, this is you might keep one or two guys <laughs> in your <laughs> ecosystem, but um, this is really just a service for fans and for game preservation. And um, yeah, that's it's just an incredible thing to do, and I can't wait to see what they do next. Yeah, yeah, I. I think you nailed it. That's what's most interesting. And, you know, we talk, every, it seems like we talk every week at some level around Xbox's investment into games, new games and parties and everything. And we all, we don't need to cover that again. But I think that's what's most interesting is this separate kind of engineering team, right? Um, that they've obviously kind of funded and invested in is the, are the ones doing this type of work. Um, and it's just pretty amazing because for so many, for decades almost, we had generation after generation where they were hard lines. You really, you know, you could never really yeah. just bring games forward or, or ever see them improved. We started getting paid remasters and remakes as we're all intimately we all familiar with. Um, 
but I mean, some of these games, to your point, Oblivion, um, you know, Red Dead One was a great oh, example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's some out there where it's just it's night and day. Oh, I went back and played Psychonauts recently, the first one. Oh, um, and it, how it's is it holding day. up? Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It plays super smooth. I mean, I don't think there's any huge frame rate increase, but from a sharpness standpoint, I mean, you can tell it's an older game, but I mean, it's so much sharper than it was, uh, you know, on the Xbox and PlayStation Two. Because yeah. that's a nearly a 20 year old game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just crazy. Yeah. And uh, I think, um, I don't know. I think this is, uh, this is something really special and the more they improve this, the better it's going to get. So Dan, what do you think, man? Have you tried anything with this FPS boost or anything else? No, I'm not going to, I mean, not, not the ones that they put out anyway, because sure. I played all those. So there's really no, I mean, there's plenty of stuff to play now that I can get to. I mean, so, I mean, but this is cool. I mean, anybody that's, you know, upset about this move, I mean, it's an idiot. It's gonna say it. You're, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's. You don't have to do anything. You know, if if you haven't played a game like Far Cry Four or Sniper Elite Four, which are both, you know, good games. Actually, I like, I love Sniper Elite Four. I was actually you interested know. in Watch Dogs Two because I never finished well, that Dogs one, 2, and it's yeah. it's I rough to play on the Xbox One. That game was rough for me because of the controls. Now, unless this thing somehow updates the controls, <laughs> then I'm staying away from that one. But you know, as far as visuals go, that that was my biggest thing as far as my backlog like as soon as the the new consoles came out you know i tried to go back and play like the last of us 2 i can't it's gorgeous mm. but it's you know frame i played stuff at 60 yeah the frame rate's garbage like 30 fps is now garbage to me <laughs> so got like, spoiled all ruined yeah, i mean no. i literally got spoiled in like 15 minutes after valhalla so yeah, I mean, I and, and that was it i was like well this is what it could be then why am i even wasting my time with this other stuff you know so this is good for, you know, for people that, you know, have those games in the backlog that really, you know, kind of did like myself, got spoiled a little bit with these awesome frame rates and, you know, and say, oh, man, I haven't really tried out these games. I hope they keep, you know, they're going to do more, obviously, which is awesome, you know, and and it, it's great. It's, it's a nice, you know, bonus to, you know, whatever we have already. Yeah. So, and, and, That's all and, it is. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's cherry on top, right? It's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. And, I, and I, you know fantastic unless you're like allergic to cherries and then you're you know nothing i can do for you. So, um know, speaking good, of I mean. speaking of the difference in feeling 60 frames and we'll talk more about it later but i'm playing division again and good oh Lord, i went back oh, onto yeah. it too man I'm so it's nuts it's so it's, good oh yeah it's night wow. and day yeah. wow absolutely wow. Um, yeah, what, what, are, what are you guys hoping they do next? We have now increased in resolution we have better frame rates we have hdr and what do you think they do next I mean, the, the the TV tech, people aren't even, you know, some of the LGs, they have the 120 right now. But, you know, until that, I think, catches up, I think you're at a good spot where you can graphically improve your games, get them to be more Gears of War, like, you know, or or even like Forza to an extent and, and like or God of War, you know, something where they're, they're the, the graphics, if you can push those and keep the 4K 60, you know, I don't care about ray tracing. I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you guys. I think who cares? Because it seems like that's that's such a, you know, it, from what Digital Foundry has said, you know, they use the term expensive, you know, and I understand what that means. I, I just as well get rid of that shit because it, it, it's not, it doesn't change, it doesn't make that dramatic change as much as it's, I think the 60 frames does. At least for me, you know, I think it looks really nice, you know, but when I go and play something like Spider-Man, I've tried all three modes on that game. 
you know, I kind of settled at the, even with the ray tracing 60 FPS that they have, you know, I, I still settled at the straight frame rate because yeah, it just, it, it's just, for me, it's just, I think that's better. I think it runs the best that way. You know, now ray tracing is nice, but I hope they push the graphic level first and then come back, you know, like do a little bit more photorealistic. I'm, I'm not talking like one for one, obviously I'm talking like, you know, get it looking really, really nice. You're, you're saying for the for the uh, you know the the power that is required, the processing power that's right. required for ray tracing. There, you would prefer they focus on frame rate or things like texture quality rather than right. I'd rather tracing. them go, go where yeah. They're, they they you've seen yeah. I'm not gonna take away anything from ray tracing. I played. I've been playing control, you know, and I kind of jump back and forth, and it just it's just not worth the hit once you get to that smooth play yeah. and that latency, mm -hmm. you know, it's so much better with the, you know, the frame rate uh, being higher <clears throat> in performance mode. It's not, it's not even a question really. That's another me. game that highlights it really well. So I've been playing yeah. control too, because it's the first time I played it now on the PS five with the ultimate edition. And I, I started in 60 and played it for hours. And I was like, you know what? I haven't even checked out the ray tracing mode. Let me do this real quick. Turned it on, played for like 30 seconds. I was like, this is horrible. This yeah, is horrible. Right. I'm going back. You can appreciate the, the you know the reflections and all sure. that stuff for about thirty seconds, like I said, <laughs> and then you're like, but no, because it, it you know the way, and then you get into a fight and forget about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it no. just felt it, it felt almost archaic. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty FPS is really hard to go back. Um, I mean, I love ray tracing. I think. Um, people always use that phrase holy grail of video game graphics and yeah it is if you want photorealism you you have to to learn to use ray tracing i'm always saying the thing with ray tracing is it's a super young technology i mean we only have it around about three years now in the very very high-end pc space and yeah. developers really didn't get the chance to optimize the algorithms because there is really no business case for it um yeah they don't get a, a lot of time um or development time to to improve these um algorithms for ray tracing but that's a good thing that the, the consoles do have it now um, on a hardware level, uh, on the silicon level, um, because that really puts ray tracing into the mass market. And um, yeah. I do hope uh, we get that to that point in a couple of years where ray tracing is affordable on a, on a computational side. Yeah, it's affordable. Yeah. Um, I, I today I'm I'm also preferring the 60 FPS, but ray tracing is something um you you have to to look into if you want to to really improve the the visuals and we have only seen sm a small amount of what ray tracing can do and uh, I, I know a lot of people always talk about control being a big showcase i don't think it is uh, i think the best showcase for me that i've seen with ray tracing in a in a game at least uh, is definitely metro metro exodus okay it's in it's really a, a night and day difference uh, when you want to see, there are a couple of YouTube videos out there where, where you have the com direct comparison. Um, mm -hmm. This is really the best showcase um, you can can watch for, for for ray tracing, in my opinion. And yeah, but I get it. Um, I also prefer to play in 60 FPS. I played Spider-Man also in the performance mode and not mm -hmm. in, in the ray tracing mode. Yeah. 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 Uh, now, let me ask you this then. How long do you think it'll take to get to that point where we are seeing at least let's say 4k 60 with at least some elements of ray tracing well, well it'll, it'll take till like, like on, on the console. ps5 pro 
PS, yeah. the PS5 Pro and yeah. You do well, think that these consoles, consoles can do it? Well, we need to we need to see because remember, just last week, which we can talk about, and, and to your point about Metro Exodus, Arch, um, they said later this year, Metro Exodus on Series X and PS5 is going to be 4K 60 with right. ray tracing. Yes. Yeah. But no, we no, don't know how good the ray tracing is going to be or what level they're implementing yet. Yeah, well, they, they already said that they, they won't have uh, ray trace um, shadows, for instance, and a couple of... Yeah. Uh, they, they have uh, ray trace global illumination, but not ray trace reflections and so, right. stuff like that. So they... But they are also um, bringing out an update to the game, um, or they, they didn't call it an update. They specifically said uh, it is a complete new build because they changed their whole engine to take advantage of the thirty, um, the NVIDIA thirty X uh, cards now. Uh, and yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to see that game in action. But to your yeah. point, Dan, I th really think when we We'll see that 4K 60 with ray tracing as a standard uh, is probably in three to four years, and that's when we get the new um, or the enhanced console. Yeah, that yeah. that is probably it. the the way. Until then, is really for me the way where developers now have the time uh, and budgets probably uh, to to learn uh, to use ray tracing properly in their engines. Yeah, it's funny I mean, because it feels like every generation as we improve, it, you're always chasing that carrot. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, now we can do 4K 60. Um, yeah. But if you want ray tracing, <laughs> there you got to go back to 30 or wait for next gen. And then we'll get the next gen and, you know, you'll <laughs> get 4K. Else. Yeah, yeah. 4K 60 ray tracing, but we don't have, you know, whatever the next fancy thing is for technology. And it's just, it's always chasing that carrot. Yeah, 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 for 4A games, I mean, they kind of got into it early with Metro. You know, I mean, well, early as far as the ray tracing and stuff goes. They were one of the first kind of yeah, one of the first. Ones, so they yeah. so they've got that, you know, background, and I think they you know they can probably work up some wizardry to make it at least you know. I'm excited for it. I mean, that's actually one to finally get a game like that. That game alone would probably justify me, you know, buying these consoles. Mm -hmm. Now, not not saying that I haven't got my money's worth out of them. For sure, I have, but. That's that's my that's my carrot, I guess. You know, that's the one thing that I've been wanting. You know, I my 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 TV only goes to sixty FPS. Yeah, only sixty hertz. Well, it's whatever it is, but it's it's it can't do the hundred and twenty. Yeah. So that that's never you know, and and eventually I'll I'll get one. You know, I'm looking to get one, but it, it's just I I just can't. If I I'm afraid if I do that, you go to that 120 FPS. So you know I've seen it on like my son's computer and his monitors and stuff. I'm like, damn, that looks insane. Yeah, super smooth. It it's craziness. Yeah. So yeah, so, so I, I don't want to I don't want to you know ramp my expectations way up here. <laughs> and you know I need to keep them down because you know comfortability and the lazy boy are much more more important than yeah. sitting in a chair. Well, I think that's, you know, I had my buddy come over last night uh, who plays a lot of Division 2. I mean, that's, he's not a huge gamer, but he plays hundreds of hours of Division 2. And like a year ago, he moved to PC from Xbox One X. And, you know, he obviously, for rightful reasons, he has a pretty new PC and, you know, it's super smooth. And, you know, he he's now kind of sold on that. And I showed him Division 2 on Series X last night. He's like, oh, man. He's like, yeah, this is. You know, it's pretty much the same experience for the most part. He looks even yeah. better because I'm playing on an OLED in HDR versus a, his computer monitor. Um, yeah, sure. But it's like, you know, it's again, it's just those steps. But I think 
to your point, I'm definitely upgrading uh, to 120 before Halo Infinite comes out. I got oh, yeah. Halo Infinite yeah. 120. Yeah, but see, the thing yeah. with 120 frames um, is also that not every game needs that right. uh, 120 frames. Um, sure. Yeah, for instance, I've been playing um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps uh, in 120. Um, uh, to be honest, that game doesn't really benefit from it. Yeah. No. A, a fast-paced racing game like Dirt 5, yeah, that's probably something where we could talk about it. But again, 120 frames is also very expensive. Yes, it and is. I yeah. think games, we, we always talk too much about graphics, but there are so many other things in games that, that, in my opinion, should take a step forward because we haven't really seen a lot of improvement in AI in, in games. Correct. We haven't seen over yeah. the last, let's say, 10 years or so, yeah? We haven't really seen much improvement in in physics simulation sure yeah and stuff like that um because those kind of um things always fall short i i want that to be to improve yeah i want a higher polygon count i want a better ai i want a better physics simulation and i'd rather play in 60 fps than in 120 frames if i can, can get a better simula simulation aspect and um so when we talk about all these things, resolution, people, some people already talk about 8K. I don't want 8K. I, I, I'm, no. I'm good enough with 4K. Yeah, I can't I, even I, tell the difference between 4K and 1080. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't need another K. I, you, you don't, I don't want need any more Ks. No, too many Ks. <laughs> I, I, there's always a, a sweet spot, yeah. Um, of of course, 60, uh, 30 FPS, I totally agree, is garbage. You can't go back now after you've been spoiled with 60. Yeah, but 120, I don't know. In, in not in every game, yeah. Um, and and the same goes for ray tracing, yeah. Um, there are definitely games where you don't need ray tracing. They could do a lot of other things with the computational resources. Right. And mm -hmm. I, I want people to talk more about these kind of things, like AI, physics simulation, etc. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic point. And I think that's what always upset, not doesn't upset me, but you know what I mean? Upsets me when I see people say like, well, every game should be this. And it's like, no, every game shouldn't be anything. Um, yeah. There's very different uh, ways in which you can approach game design, depending on what you want the end product to be and what you're going for. So I think you're exactly right, Archimedes, in that, uh, you know, 120 for something like Halo Infinite multiplayer is what I'm you know, excited about, yeah, yeah. but I don't expect, you know, I wouldn't expect other, say a story-based game to be like, you know, you, you already said it like Ori, right? Or like uh, Little Nightmares 2, am I gonna play that 120? It's not gonna make a difference to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, where they can put that better, those resources better into lighting or shadows or anything else that would improve the experience more. You're, uh, you bring up a great point though about AI. I think that's something that we've heard about and been developers and tech companies have been talking about AI improvements for a very long time. Yeah. Um, and in the, in the technology space, uh, AI has come a very long way, uh, even in the last three, four five years. Um, but we're not seeing that yet translate to games. Um, yeah. because I think the problem is you guys can tell me your thoughts. I think the problem is, is that AI improvements don't sell. Um, yeah, yeah. you can you show know, it, you can right, show exactly. it in a There's trailer, nothing you can... in advertisement or anywhere else. Yeah. Exactly. Like imagine for instance, if, and this is just theoretical, but imagine for instance, Witcher 3 looked, felt like it does today, say yeah. 4K6 or when we get the next gen patch, PC, whatever. But, you know, hundreds of characters in that world had unique personalities and would respond to you in realistic ways. Yeah. Um, and they were, you know, not pre-programmed to do certain behaviors, but they would react to you and other world events around you. That's, I agree with, you know, those are the types of improvements I really want to see gaming go to that we've been hearing about for a long time, 
we haven't seen it come to fruition yet. Absolutely. No, I mean, yeah. Cyberpunk tried it a little bit, and they had a, a com very complex world simulation mechanic underneath it. Yeah. And um, from what we have heard from from the developers, is that this is one of the reasons why they the game performed on the old consoles as Correct. it did, because it it wasn't just for for the graphics and, and frame rates. It's it's because these complex mechanics are underneath it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there there can. Even cyberpunk um, can be improved in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> no, with that uh, AI and world simulation may, uh, uh, aspect, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I mean, it'd be nice to have you know that as well, but you know, you, you got to make cuts somewhere. Um, so it really comes down to, I think, for me, you know, I guess there just has to be a balance between the two. Like, I, I don't expect. You know, to have, you know, say I'm walking around and there's like five people and, you know, based on the way their head is facing, I pull a gun out and those two people see me and they react. And then two seconds later, the other guy, you know, turns around and sees why these people are screaming. You know, I mean, something like that would be awesome. But, <laughs> you know, what do I have to sacrifice to get to that point, I guess, is what I'm asking. I don't know. You know, and and if it's if it's, you know graphical quality or, or, you know, frames or, you know, ray tracing or wh whatever it is, you know, or, or something else that's under that's running under the hood, you know, what, I guess it would have to be, you know, you'd have to just kind of weigh, you know, which would be more important at the time, you know, as opposed to, you know, there are times in, like, say, like you guys talking about cyberpunk where like you hit something and all 20 people that are standing there all duck down at the same time and put their heads over there and do this yeah. kind of thing like that's yeah, pre-programmed right right yeah it's just but yeah. and, and you know that that you know that doesn't bother me so much you know because whatever you know i'm, I'm not paying attention as much to those people you know like npc characters and stuff that i am you know to what's actually happening in front of me yeah so that needs to look sharp needs to look good you know at least where my focus is you know, but to your point, I would still love to see it. I'd still love to see this kind of mixture of, you know, better AI and, and, and better graphical quality. And, you know, I don't really get the whole tech side of stuff and how it works. I have a general idea, but whatever, man, just give me some, give me some stuff I can play. That's awesome. That's always my, thing. <laughs> um, let me get to the chat. So first of all, Marion, stop it. Hmm. We're not talking about Anthem 2.0 this week. Although, you know, we, we mentioned last week, we heard all this news right. about EA making this decision. No, nothing's been said. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to ask, what, what happened to it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We went another week and no, nothing's been talked about, which I, I would have to imagine. Maybe I'm being pessimistic, but wouldn't you think if they That's had bad. decided to invest in it and... You know what I mean? Really focus on bringing this out. Wouldn't they have announced that, you know, someone from the team would have announced that they're moving forward? Yeah, they're probably just looking for places for those 30 people right now. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my guess. Um, so a uh, quick update. Sadly, um, Dutch, who just posted in chat, too, he was supposed to be on with us this week. He's uh, running behind. Uh, he said he's still not going to be home for at least another 30 minutes, sadly. So we're going to have to take a rain check on Dutch. Um, I am talking to him later this week about something else. So uh, just stay tuned. We'll uh, he'll be back on the big cast. Hopefully, you know, maybe next week, maybe in a, a, a future episode. So that's a shame. But uh, Dutch, hope everything's good, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Cool. All right. 
And, uh, you know, real quick comment here, Chris West. Funny to say I found a lot of games, Fable series, whether you're good or evil, um, whether it was cheering, screaming, running away, not perfect, but fun. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, especially Molyneux. Molyneux always had these grandiose ideas, many of which didn't come to fruition. Um, but, you know, the first Fable is a good example of when they started to kind of dive into these things and having uh, AI characters in the world react to you, um, depending on what you were doing. And we've seen that evolve, but not nearly to the level that, uh, it could theoretically. So in time, Pompa's in the house. Four ninety nine super chat. Would you guys say GTA Five, The Last of Us Two, and Red Dead Red Redemption Two are the ones that have made some improvements in AI? Um, you guys can share your thoughts here. So I would say, from a world perspective, GTA Five. You put Gat Five. I just realized, but GTA Five and Red Dead Two, one hundred percent. In fact, one of the things I often pointed out in Red Dead Two is that the uh, animal ecosystem in Red Dead 2 is not scripted. It's actually each individual species is programmed in its own way and they react to each other live. So for instance, if there's a, you know, you can see like a squirrel running over there or a mouse, right? And if there happens to be an eagle in the location, the eagle will swoop down and, and grab it out of the, off the ground, which is not scripted. That's actually just the world performing. So. I would say, in my opinion, Red Dead 2 is one of the prime examples, probably maybe the best example yeah, of I think you're right. what you've seen in real-time world reaction. Um, so I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that one. No, The Last of Us 2, uh, like it, the the characters felt like the NPCs. They all, they all felt, I guess, unique, but I think that was because they just made them scream random names. But, <laughs> I mean, really... You you could you know you could trick those the AI there you could you could it, it, once you figure out the pattern you know and it really wasn't I don't want to say like area based you know it was like yeah these guys are all going to do the same thing over and over again they feel a little bit more unique you know uh, due to you know the, the conversations that they have with each other but eventually and ultimately they always you know patrol the same path they don't really change it up very much. You know, but with like you said, with Red Dead Two, I think that's a whole different level, even more so than GTA Five. Big, you know? big time. Yeah, big yeah, time. Way so, more than I mean, GTA Five. I, I would, yeah, but that's a humongous game, and and what, what was like an eight year development or something. Eight year development it? cycle yeah. and over a thousand devs. Insane. <laughs> so it shows yeah. you what yeah, it there's... takes to put something like that together. Right. Yeah. You really got to be super committed. I, and so. I, do I expect that out of every game? Absolutely not, because that's that'd be crazy. Yeah, I mean, it would be awesome, but also crazy. Well, to to like Ar uh, Archimedes said, is that doesn't fit every game. Right. It made sense in Red Dead Two because you're in the Wild West. There's, you know, they built the animal ecosystem for that game, but that doesn't make sense in a lot of games. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like you said, uh, Red Dead Two and probably and the aforementioned Cyberpunk are the two. Yeah. Best examples I can think of right now as well. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. But <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's to your point, right? You made a great point, and many people don't realize that about Archimedes, but they've talked. CD Projekt Red has talked extensively about that and how the world is layered and built, and that is exactly to your point. What complicated the older systems so badly? Um, now that's again, as we always say, that's not to excuse it. They knew they were building for the older systems, right? Absolutely. Yeah. They but targeted it for problem. like eight years or whatever. What <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that's not to excuse it, but that is what caused some of those problems. Yeah. So, chat, what's going on, man? Good to see everyone. Um, 
uh, Faz, Sark, Pat, what's going on, guys? So thanks for coming by. Uh, if you missed it, um, like I said, sadly, Dutch is running uh, late and not home. So he was going to join us today, is unable to join us live, but we'll get him uh, We'll get him on soon. So, um, man, that led us, that started as an Xbox FPS conversation. So we moved all over the place, but great, great conversation, man. I love topics like that. Um, let's talk about BlizzCon, man. BlizzCon is happening as we speak. Uh, day one was yesterday. Oh, yes. Day two is today. I believe actually day two kicks off in like half an hour. Um, but we saw a lot yesterday. And, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest Overwatch guy. I'm not a World of Warcraft guy. But we saw a lot of Diablo, which made me a very, very happy person. Um, we've been hearing about uh, Diablo 2 remaster, which is called Resurrected. We've been hearing about it for a while. Uh, they officially unveiled it yesterday with just generally fantastic news, which is uh, it's coming this year. Uh, it's coming to PC and consoles, including PS5, Series X, Series S, um, and has cross-progression. Now, they didn't say cross-play, but it has cross-progression. So if you want to kind of move your characters around, obviously jump to PC, back to console, what have you, you can do that. Um, so I don't know about you guys. Diablo is a franchise that is incredibly close to my heart. And... Um, between, I was thinking earlier, between Halo, Battlefield, and now Diablo all coming this fall, and possibly Forbidden West as well, Horizon, I'm not going to be able to leave the house, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it will be hard. Yeah, so let's let's talk Diablo. So we got Diablo 2 resurrected. We did see Diablo 4, uh, including the Rogue trailer. So if you haven't checked that out, there's about a five-minute semi um uh, cinematic trailer mixed with actual gameplay from the Rogue class for Diablo 4. Uh, Diablo 4 does not have a date, which, you know, obviously the focus for this year is to launch uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected. So Diablo 4 maybe late next year, maybe. Um, and they also they, showed... They, they put it to 2022 a few weeks ago. That and Overwatch 2 got delayed, I think, at the same time. To 20... 2022. Uh, that was from a Blizzard earning call. Oh, okay. Where they said it wasn't coming in 2021. So, oh, okay. yeah. So, but... Yeah, I mean, we can presume or hope, I should say, that it comes late next year. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Diablo Immortal. Uh, you know, I'm not a mobile guy or phone guy, so I'm not as interested in this. But for a mobile game on the phone, it looks incredibly impressive. Um, so I already see, Ark, you've got Diablo High Dark. Uh, I, know you're, <laughs> I know you're with me on this one. Um, and I know a lot of people were happy yesterday. So uh, yeah. what are your thoughts here? I'm so super happy. Yeah. I mean, Diablo 2, it's, it's hard to fact check this, but... If I would say have to name a game that I played most, it's it's probably Diablo 2. <laughs> I have spent thousands of hours in that. And you're game. not alone. Lots um, of people. Yeah, yeah. That is just something um that, that is really near and dear to my heart, that game. Um I, I love it. And we have heard rumors about that um remaster for a while now. Um that it actually comes this year. I'm oh I'm so super hyped. I wonder why they call it a remaster because if you really look at what they changed, um, you can easily call it a remake. Remake, um, yeah, yeah. They did completely new animations, new textures, new lighting. Uh, they re recorded the sound effects to have seven point one um, support. Yeah, they did all the cutscenes new. So I don't know. I I would call it a remake, but um, yeah, I'm super happy and like you said. This fall is going to be crazy. We have Halo coming. We have probably Horizon uh, Forbidden West coming. We have, we hear Starfield. 
might come and now this um uh it's going to be a very very busy fall <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i uh, i'll put up for the people who are watching this live or on youtube later you know we did get a bunch of new screenshots this morning from diablo 2 uh, resurrected which just look looks great man i mean i love that they kept the i mean diablo already has a unique art style right but it it kind of looks and feels just like the classic um but just a lot sharper a lot cleaner um, love that image there of um, um, Tyrael, is it? Going off of memory, I forget his name now. Um, but anyway, um, <clears throat> it's just, uh, yeah, super pumped about this. And I even said, just like if you remember Halo Anniversary, you can switch between old graphics and new while playing it. So yeah. it'd, be, yeah. it'd be cool to just kind of flip that switch, you know, for the for the classic that, flashbacks. That would really be cool, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I don't think you're alone. There's a lot of people I know who are big into Diablo, uh, who still to this day, even as far as Diablo 3 has come and changed since launch, we won't talk about Diablo 3 at launch because it was abysmal, um, but Diablo 3 now is incredible, but st people still yes. hold that Diablo 2 is better. So, I yeah, I, I... Say it again, I, I, you saw I, I, I built a PC for Diablo 2. I mean, that's, you know, the first and last one I ever built. So, um it's it's probably my favorite PC game of all time. Um, it's it's amazing. I mean, just amazing. And and uh, is Vicarious Visions working on this now with them, or is were they in any yes. part? So yes. So they didn't announce it yesterday, but that right. that came out previously. Okay. So yeah, I mean, talent, we've seen what they can talented. do with yeah, they're crazy talented. So I mean, even if they're coming in in late stage of the game, just to you know kind of throw some polish on it and you know yeah spruce it up a little bit fantastic i mean this this is we knew it was coming i've been super pumped for it for a while um i'm super <laughs> pumped for diablo 4 as well um, oh yeah see how that goes yeah. um take your time on that one you're going to have plenty of stuff to do in diablo 2 it looks like and you know it looks like it's going to have all the uh dlc right with it everything that was released there there is okay. a there is an expansion some people don't know for Diablo 2 that was never released. Chapter uh, 5. It was in development, but uh, according to... Oh, another kind of, one. Oh. Uh, a, diff oh, a different one, yeah. But according yeah. to people I saw kind of talking about it, is Blizzard, that's long scrapped. It's never yeah. coming back. So mm -hmm. it's it's a remaster of uh, everything that's um, that was available. That was yes. actually released, yeah. Yeah. Um, let me get to a couple questions real quick. Um, <clears throat> oops, sorry, not that one, Elu. <laughs> so, Chris, you guys think uh, our friends over at uh, Next Level Gaming Podcast, you guys think we're getting updated Diablo 2 because of Rod Ferguson? He did the same for Gears 1 remaster. So, I, I think you guys can tell me if you know differently, but I believe this was already in development. I would think uh, so. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think yeah. that, yeah, I'm pretty sure they planned on, on doing this anyway. Now, Rod is a fantastic leader of projects, getting projects kind of where they need to be um, from everything we've heard across the industry. So it wouldn't surprise me if he's uh, helped in that regard, but I think we would have got it anyway. Yeah, agreed. Um, I mean, it only makes sense to have that um, out a year or, or two before Diablo uh, 4 comes out, because let's face it, Diablo 3 is already now a 10-year-old game. Mm -hmm. or, or, 
eight, nine-year-old yeah. game, yeah? yeah. Um, by the time uh, Diablo 4 comes out, it's definitely going to be 10 years. Um, yeah. It's quite a lot of time, and it, it brings back the memories. Um, it brings back people to talk about the franchise, and um, so that's definitely a smart move there. Yeah, mm. it's crazy. Um, I built the my old PC I built for Diablo 3 when that launched on PC. Crazy. <laughs> and as bad as it was, with the real money auction house and you can never find legendaries and all your loot would have roles on it that your character couldn't even use. It was, it was a mess at launch. Um, but, uh, I still had fun. Pong's in the house. He says, uh, what are our mains in Diablo two? I honestly don't know. I think I may try something new. I really love the Druid. Um, but I, who knows, you know, the, I think there's seven classes. There are right? eight. Were eight? eight? I think with we're the eight. add on it, we're, we're eight. Eight classes. Uh, I usually play wizard. Uh, I'm okay. always a damage dealer, uh, wizard uh, kind of guy. Got that glass cannon. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, I think when I first played it, it was probably the barbarian, okay. and you know, and then once the necromancer came out, yeah, I think that was like later on. Love that character. I mean, it was you know, it was just me building as many. You know, there you was. Think, you talking Diablo three? That was Diablo 2. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we had the same classes in 3. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say Necromancer came out as DLC for yeah. 3. That's why I was... Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah I played the Necromancer. Barbarian was first. Played through that. Played the Necromancer. Yeah. Then when the, the Assassin came out, I think, was the DLC. Or the it was the Lord of Destruction, I think. Is one of yeah, 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 yeah. So, that one was really cool, too. That one nice. has like the, the claw blades and like kind of the Wolverine style stuff. <laughs> Super fun. I mean, I, I, I kind of try to play it as everything. I think the only ones I really didn't were probably the Amazon. I never really used her. So I think yeah. that's what's so fun about Diablo is, you know, even you can go through the whole game, max level a guy, do some end game content, but then you can start over with a new character and it just feels completely different. Yeah. You I mean, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Matt. Uh, not sure what I expected. Enjoying it. Just started playing Diablo three yesterday. I don't know where you've been for nine years, Matt. We'll we'll forgive you on this one, but uh, it is a good time to get into it. I mean, Diablo three is incredible, and the amount of content in that game now is mind crazy. Yeah. yeah, you can put. When you remember uh, two months ago when we did that um, generation in review show, um, I was putting together my list of favorite games um, from the Xbox One and PS4 generation. And of course, I wanted to, to put in Diablo 3, but then I realized hey, that isn't a, an <laughs> Xbox One or a PS4 generation game. That game came out on the 360. I, yeah, it's, it's really an old game. And, yeah. And, yeah, but it has improved so much. Um, there's so much in it now. Um, I even bought it now on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I was I going to, yeah, and I still have a copy of the 360 because my son's played it on there as well. So, just crazy. I've bought Diablo 3 probably six, seven times. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I've, I've got it on the Switch. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure I have it on the PlayStation. Wasn't it free there? Maybe it wasn't, but I got it on. It doesn't I got matter. It. I know you bought it anyway. Yeah, I bought that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I bought on, uh, Xbox for sure. Yeah. 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 PC. I don't do a lot of PC gaming, but that's, you had to. Yeah, at the time. Yeah. Joseph, are we going to talk about WoW um, <clears throat> Burning Crusade Classic? Yeah, I was going to mention it. I, I'm not up to speed. You know what I mean? I don't know uh, the details of this, but I know this was a big announcement. So in World of Warcraft, they're getting uh, Burning Crusade for the Classic and they're getting the expansion. And I'm, forgetting the name off the top of my head. What is it called? Uh, Chains of Domination for the Shadowlands update in modern WoW. 
Um, so again, I think for uh, for WoW players, this was a, another great day yesterday. I know Steve, who writes for the site, uh, is a big WoW player, um, and I know Cloud plays some as well, and they're both really excited. So it's awesome. You guys dive into that. I know Dan. I can't remember. We always yeah. talk about this. I, I I did. I back in the day, I was a huge WoW head. I got out of yeah. it, um, and then Legion kind of brought me back in when it came out and then I, I immediately looked at myself and I was like, I've got, I've got to stop. I remember why I left playing this damn game. <laughs> so like I lasted about a month and I said, no, no, but the burning crusade and wild WoW classic could be awesome. Nice. You know, nice. so, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to fight it. Like I really hope they don't ever port it over to the Xbox and or PlayStation because then I'm screwed. I am yeah. kind of surprised. You guys surprised at that, that we haven't seen wow come off of, you know, onto another platform yet. I know the menu and the UI is yeah. very complex in that game, which would be very hard on a controller, but I, I am surprised we haven't seen it in some form. It's just you such need, a big game. You need like an elite version three with 32 paddles and <laughs> something. Oh, you know, it would be insane. You know, I mean, you could probably pull it off. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure they could do it somehow. I don't know. Uh, Archimedes might have just had a network issue. Uh, I did not know that he was dropping, so I'm sure he'll be back in a moment. Nice. Um, we also saw, uh, wait, Chris, Chris, I'm going to talk about the PGA a little bit later. Just realized you killed my score in Nation Call. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'll talk about that a little bit. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? Uh, oh, Blizzard Collection, Arcade Collection. You see this one? Yeah, so 20 bucks has uh, Lost Vikings, which was obviously a very popular game at the time, Blackthorn. But most surprising here to me was Rock and Roll Racing. So Rock and Roll Racing uh, was a Super Nintendo game, which was kind of like a modern RC Pro-Am, but it had uh, kind of cooler cars you could customize. And it, the whole thing about it was it had licensed music. So it had like Black Sabbath. It had like Metallica. It had all this kind of old metal, right? And we've never seen it kind of come back because I think of the licensing concerns. So I was very uh, surprised to see this listed and now available, as Elu, I think, said in the chat. Um, it's on PC as of yesterday, but it's now on consoles as well. So really cool to see that game come back. Well, didn't, didn't the Metallica play at their, at their convention? Yeah. yeah. They're looking old, man. Dude, they had to mute them on Twitch because of DMS, DMCA issues. Yes. Like they played, they played, like, I don't know what kind of music it was. Some kind of, like, you see Metallica, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Like it almost they can makes still play. Yeah. They can still play. I loved Metallica back in the day. Yeah. You know, I think they're, you know, they literally, it was like a self-ownage, which was fantastic. Just watching them basically get to be muted because of what they started with Napster. It's just, you know, the irony. <laughs> it was real thick. Yeah. It was real thick. It was fantastic. Loved it. Hey, Art, you back? Hey, hey, I'm back. Hopefully. And uh, my Wi-Fi was gone, so I had to restart the router. No worries. No worries. I figured uh, something happened. So uh, the only other thing we just mentioned, Ark, was around the um, uh, Blizzard Classic Collection, which was uh, it's out now. Twenty dollars. Lost Vikings, Rock and Roll Racing and Blackthorn. And I was mentioning how Rock and Roll Racing is a classic, but we've never seen it come back because of the music licensing issues. Mm -hmm. um, so really cool to see that come back, too, in this new collection. Yeah, absolutely. Um Overwatch 2, are you? I'm not a huge Overwatch player. I played it quite all. a bit early on. Um, 
Archer, not my you? type of game. Not my type of game. No, not your type of game either. So you've got three people sitting in front of you who are not very well educated. We should have had Benji on for this conversation. He could probably yeah, talk yeah. for like an hour. Yeah, uh, I th- on Overwatch I think as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. See, damn it. Um, so anyway, but I did want to mention it, you know, because it is a huge game, tens of millions of players. Um, originally it was left out of the keynote. So people got really upset, like where's Overwatch two. But then of course they went into a deep dive. So we, we do have kind of a, uh, thread on our site. That's a live kind of feed of what's going on in, in BlizzCon. Um, and I know there's like four or five different videos of Overwatch two now, uh, including, uh, voice acting for the characters uh the new skills and trees that they're building into it level design all these things so single player stuff man say it again some single player stuff yeah i know i know i'm just saying but you know if you buy the game for like eight eighty dollars or whatever it is i'm gonna buy it it's gonna be like three hours stuff and then i'm gonna be like damn it yeah so uh, we'll see um campaign that's it (laughs) yeah that's typically what dan's gonna do right yeah that's it yeah, that's campaign. what I do with Call of Duty. Yeah. All the time, I, I only, only play the campaign. Yeah. I pulled yeah. off this year amazingly, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> Joe said, "Put me in, coach." Hey, man, you've got you know what the link is, Joe. Hop in here, man. You're welcome. Come on in. You can talk Overwatch too. I don't mind. <laughs> but um, you can find all the links on the site. So um, yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of Overwatch, uh, it's been a good day. I'm sure we're going to see more uh, details on things today too. I mean, that was just the first day, so. Pretty cool regardless. Um, all right, guys, let's change gears a little bit. We talked uh, lots of demons and Diablo. Uh, now we're going to the complete opposite of that, which is Nintendo Direct. Um, we got the first Nintendo Direct in over 500 days. Uh, so it had been like a year and a half since we had a Nintendo Direct. We got that this week. Um, we can obviously talk about uh, our personal thoughts on the overall show. Um, but, you know, the, the big things here, and, and we don't have to go line by line. Um, but the big things here were uh, Mario Golf is coming back. It's called uh, Super Rush. It has campaign in it, like a story mode. Uh, and it also has what they're calling Speed Golf, which is a four-player multiplayer where uh, you hit the ball, you literally run to your ball, hit it again, and it's a race slash competition with your friends, which actually looks pretty cool, to be fair. Um, I could get into that. That's coming out June 25th. Uh, and then we saw Project Triangle Strategy, as I said before the show, the dumbest name I've ever seen on something uh, official uh, for a game. But the demo is out now, and this is uh, kind of like a modern uh, Final Fantasy Tactics style mixed with like Octopath Traveler, um, uh, graphical design, artistic design. And uh, this isn't coming out, in, I believe, until next year. But like I said, the demo is out now, and that's, uh, that looks pretty damn good as well. Uh, we got uh, new characters for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Pyro and Mithra. Uh, and then the big announcements, I think, were uh, Zelda Skyward Sword HD remasters coming out June 16th, uh, alongside uh, new Joy-Cons that you can, uh, you know, obviously are themed like the Master Sword and Shield. Um, that was originally a Wii title in 2011. And then lastly is Splatoon 3. They end capped the show with Splatoon 3 simply saying that it's coming in uh, 2022 next year. So there's a lot of other games they showed. You can find the whole list on our site. I'm not going to go one by one on them. But, um, you know, for me, guys, there wasn't a lot here that interested me. And I think more surprising than anything uh, that people uh, know Metroid, not even at all, you know, nothing even mentioning Metroid. And they had the Zelda producer come on 
uh, near the end of the show, which obviously everyone's mind immediately went to Breath of the Wild 2 and hoping for some sort of update there. Yeah. Um, and he started by saying, I don't have any Breath of the Wild 2 info for you, which was the biggest tease I think I've seen in a show yet. Um, but uh, yeah, not a lot for me here. What What were your guys' thoughts? Arch, I'll start with you, man, on uh, on this show. And is there anything that really jumps out to you? Not at all. <laughs> uh, I have to. I have to. Uh, it was uh, to be honest. It was such a, a disappointment. I was hoping, yeah, man, they finally are back with their Nintendo Directs. We, they, I mean, they said that it. They focus on what's coming in the next six months. So I didn't expect much from Metroid, but at least that teaser that they did with Splatoon, yeah, Metroid twenty twenty two. That that would have been at least something to give me. Then, I mean, to, is, it, is it tomorrow? I think it is tomorrow. We have the Zelda anniversary, 35 years of Zelda, and we get nothing for that. We got Skyward Sword, the worst Zelda game ever made. Um, <laughs> Our heart yeah. is coming in hot. <laughs> yeah. wrong. Um, as, a, as a lame uh, HD remaster. Um, and, okay, it, it, give it at least a, a um, Zelda collection like we had from uh from mario la did we lose arch again there's a point nope he's kind of in and out yeah you might be having some wi-fi issues damn damn it yeah message him just when he was getting going, too. Yeah, he was he was getting mad at Skyward Sword. <laughs> can you guys hear me again? No, there you my are. Wife now we can. So there you are. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I don't, don't know. Continue the rant. Continue it. <laughs> no. Go right back into it. Okay. So I would have at least, I would have imagined that they give us a Zelda collection like, like we had with the Mario collection last year, Yeah, where we had three games. Now we have one game, and it is the, the Zelda game that... Probably everyone was ask, not asking for. Yeah, give us a, a Ocarina of Time HD remaster, or uh, I would want a Twilight Princess. But um, yeah, yeah. So there, there was really not much in there, and um, yeah, I'm happy for the people. A lot of people enjoy Splatoon, and to be honest, I never played it, so I can't mm. ch really judge. And it obviously it doesn't excite me a lot, but at least yeah. that was was one announcement that I can give them. Uh, but the rest, eh. yeah, I, uh, I wanted more. I yeah, I did too. Uh, I at least wanted some type of update on Metroid, um, whether it be you know like a Prime trilogy remake or or obviously Metroid Four, uh, Prime Four. Um, I thought I agree yeah. with you. I'm not the biggest Zelda fan. I talk about that all the time, but I think just for fans, this seems like a weird choice. And um, you know, I'm a I huge fan. I'm, it's one of my absolute all-time favorite uh, franchises. Um, okay. I've played them all uh, multiple times, um, except Skyward Sword because it really isn't good. Um, <laughs> um, it just seems, yeah, it just seemed off in that regard, especially for something that. You know, like we said, we hadn't had a direct in a year and a half or whatever yeah. it was. Um, the other thing that's kind of egregious in my opinion, in my opinion, is, uh, you know, people immediately started pointing out that in 2011 on the Wii, you could get the Skyward Sword bundle, which was the game in a collector's edition kind of box and a Wii, a special Wii mote, right? The yeah. Skyward Sword one for 60 bucks. And here, <laughs> 10 years later, we're getting a remaster, which is, you know, minimal remaster, right? It's Nintendo. 
yeah. $60 for the game, $80 for the Joy-Cons. Um, it just seems seems crazy to me, man. I mean, I know we talk about it a lot here with Nintendo and, and just cashing in on their fan base, but, uh, you know, are, is, the, is the fan base ever going to kind of push back a little bit on this stuff? doesn't feel like it. It feels like they just constantly yeah. are good with it. Yeah. Agree. Um I don't I don't get it. I I I'm I mean I'm part of the problem because I buy a lot of the the Nintendo games again and again, yeah. I bought the um Mario 3D collection with the three games. Yeah. I didn't buy the what was it uh, called um the Wii U Mario that they uh, just 3D released. World with Bowser's Fury. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I didn't buy that because Here's the thing: if you release, then re-release the good ones. Um, yeah, it's. It might, I mean, it's the the Wii uh, U Mario wasn't bad. I mean, a, a but it it wasn't definitely the best Mario out no, there. I yeah, agree. and now they have a have probably one of the the Zelda games that has the smallest fan base I can think of. Yeah. Um, and then do a Wind Waker or Ocarina or Majora's Mask or something like that, where people where you have an actual fan base. At least re-release the good games, like you said, Metroid. Why don't they re-release Metroid? Instead, they release re-release Skyward Sword um, and Bowser's Fury. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely strange to me. But um, yeah, for me, I mean, you know, I I love the look of Project Triangle. Um, I love that kind of 16-bit modern art style and the ideas behind it. But I said the same thing about Octopath, and I bought the collector's edition at launch. And Octopath, I, I couldn't get into it all. It did nothing yeah. for me. I um, played the demo from Octopath Traveler, um, and I'm glad I did and uh, didn't buy the game up front because uh, not my type of game. Yeah, yeah. Damn, we, I know we hadn't talked about it, man. I mean, this whole direct. Where were you on it? What do you think? It's, I mean golf you know so <laughs> that's like the only game like uh, when they, when the, i was like oh man this is gonna be the best direct ever because they start they kind of let off with that didn't they or it was, one it, of was it was early games. yeah yeah it was early okay fantastic you know i haven't played you know mario golf since the original game boy you know and i loved it wow. i love mario golf on that game boy that was one of my most played games you know and so 100 percent day one on this one um, it's got metered, you know, button press, <laughs> you know, you know, option, which is great. Hashtag metered golf. Hashtag accessibility. And <laughs> you know, and then and then it just slowly kept getting worse and worse and worse, you know, culminating with the Skyward Sword, you know, where they said, Well, yeah, you use these Joy-Cons, you know, like your sword and shield, but we implemented, you know, also using the control pad for you know, your, your actions and stuff. So yeah. if you want to swing your sword, guess what you have to do? Use your thumbstick to swing your sword up. All right. <laughs> Why? You basically went from awesome to garbage and, and, and nobody wanted Skyward Sword. In fact, I think I watched Nick's show, um, the gaming perspective, and they were doing predictions on what they would see at the Nintendo Direct. And everybody was like, oh yeah, you know, well, hopefully we'll get some of this Zelda, you know, this maybe Ocarina or something. And then like, there was kind of like a, a small silence. And then Nick comes out and said, I hope you all get Skyward Sword. <laughs> <laughs> and sure shit, that's what they got. You know, I mean, it was insane. I mean, I, nobody saw that one coming. I mean, I bought the the new the new Mario mostly for Bowser's Fury and because I never played the Wii, Wii U version of the other game. So, 
like that I'm okay with, you know, but yeah, they just, it's going to sell 20 million copies. I'm sure you know, just. something disgusting, you know, and then like gonna, Eli said here, I understand the re-releasing Wii U games because nobody played them. Then re-release the good ones. <laughs> yeah, pick better ones. <laughs> you know, and, and I I played Xenoblade Chronicles too, and I actually enjoyed it. I and it, literally I it took me a minute to like actually register who these people were because it's been so long since I played it, you know, and and uh, this is what people want. And this is what they, you know, this is a whole different fan base than the PlayStation Xbox, you know, yeah. is, you know, so it's, it's, I, I, I don't understand it because I'm not there, you know, I'm, I'm not in that ecosystem as much, you know, and that's, this isn't going to change anything, yeah. like anything they showed except for maybe Mario Golf, you know, we got Monster Hunter coming out. That was great. It's all a little bit more of that. I'll definitely be getting that one. Um, but pfft. yeah. It's just they can do whatever they want, and we say this all the time. It's just it, there's no no accountability because I guess there doesn't have to be. You know, if we if we if we represent like ten percent of that group of fans, then they're not going to cater to those people. Yeah, they're going to find the easiest path to the most money. You know, that's what they do, and they've done a very very good job with it so far. Um, and there's really no reason to deviate that from that, you know, from a business perspective because it's working. So why why do anything different? I think that's what's so frustrating too is yeah. we continue to see Nintendo's uh, you know annual revenue increase uh, year over year, and they're they're making billions and billions of dollars. And we're just I said it before, it doesn't feel like they're reinvesting that money into you know kind of new quality or the things fans truly want to see. They're just cash continuing to recash in on things. Yeah. Which is, Crazy to me. And, you know, we were talking about accessibility. And uh, what's up, brother? Came in differently with Cerebral Paul. He said, I couldn't do this controls. We're probably referencing Skyward Sword, right? So right. Um, it goes back to the point we've talked about before. I mean, if you're you're, you're cashing in on this, um, you're going to make a ton of money off of it. You're doing a bare minimum remaster or HD remake, whatever, they, whatever they're calling it. Um, you know, make it more accessible. Uh, give it, you know, make sure you have options in there for people to play this game. Um, crazy, crazy to me. Yeah, and, and like I said last week, in a, in a world of accessibility, you need to make this kind of thing kind of standard now. It should yeah, be it should part be. of a hundred percent of every game. Yep, and that and it drives me nuts. Yep, you know. So what about uh, what about this, Dan? Of course, who wouldn't be? I mean, that's just <laughs> crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that's you edit to anything. Add Rihanna to whatever you want. Yeah, add Rihanna to every every yeah. conference. Yeah, whatever. Put her on a glass. Yeah, I don't care. You know, it's gonna make the milk taste better. That's in it. You know. It, <laughs> oh God. I'm just saying. It, it, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm almost in the same camp as you, Dan. Which is, uh, you know, I'll probably check out golf. Um, and that that may about be about it from this whole thing. I mean, we the got here you know, probably. So, say it again? Yeah, probably for the entire year. I mean, because at this point, if we haven't seen any Metroid stuff, it really worries me. It's not coming. I mean, yeah. I mean not even this year. I mean, I don't even know when. I mean, I know they're supposedly working on it. Take, you know, a little bit of time and make a a little cinematic trailer. 20 seconds, you know, whatever it is, you know, just flash Metroid Prime Trilogy on the damn screen. Well, that's all, that's <laughs> all they did for Metroid Prime 4 is just said 4 and got people hyped like three years ago. Yeah, but yeah, three years ago. There's nothing. I got nothing from it. I don't know. What were you going to say, Arch? No, no. Uh, I'm 100% with Dan. Yeah. Uh, 
just a, a little teaser. Um, but but that that's really the thing. What is coming from Nintendo then this year? Well, because Breath of the Wild not coming this year. No way. So so what? Breath of the Wild two. Yeah. So so what is coming from from them? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't it, know. it was the same as twenty twenty. I said the same thing yeah. about last year. It's like they did Animal Crossing in March and then just took a vacation. Yeah. Yep. Well, they had Link's Awakening. Oh no, that was that was twenty nineteen. Yep. Luigi's Mansion was 2019 too. Yeah, um, yeah it's just, and, and I know, I mean, the development across everyone is is hindered a bit right now. I get that, but it is crazy to me. And like we've said many times on the show, it doesn't matter. The Switch is the best selling mm -hmm. console every month. It's breaking yeah. every record there is, and yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, Joe's right here. He said they kind of announced it like, look, we know you don't like this, but it kind of inspired Breath of the Wild, which is you know what they did they're like see it's got mechanics like this and it just it felt really weird um yeah i don't know and and, and what we already talked about i don't know if you were here at the beginning of the show or, or last week paul but uh yeah we talked about this too um they're just doing a really good job with accessibility and so are uh you know individual studios right like i think uh last of us two for naughty dog yeah. um there's been other studios that have really really kind of taken uh the accessibility uh very seriously which is great all right, we'll move on from Nintendo Direct because uh, I don't think we have a lot more to say on it, to be honest with you. Uh -huh. So you know what we got to talk about, guys? Jesus. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. You watch the trailer? Of course. Sure. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we all thought it's going to be bad, and now we're all surprised. Uh <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Really? It looks yeah. good. I am still at that point where I'm just like, yeah, it's probably still going to be really, really bad. What? You didn't yeah. like the trailer? I didn't say I didn't like the trailer. All right. I also love the first one, you know, because it yeah. was so full of cheese. Sure. You know, so it, it I don't know. I, I know one guy in that entire show. I don't even know who Cole is. So, I mean, I, I, I it just kind of threw me off. It looks hilarious. And I don't know if that's what they're going for, you know, but, you know, whatever. You know, I, I'm going to watch it 100%. You know, but it, it just it doesn't look like it's I mean it might be battleship, man. That's what, that's what I'm <laughs> Come worried. on. That's what I'm saying. Battleship had Rihanna, right? Yeah, now it's Rihanna <laughs> with that. Maybe Mortal Kombat has Rihanna and they haven't shown her yet. You don't know. <laughs> that should be all right. You know, I mean and so I mean I, I know who like Joe Taslim, is that his name? I don't know. Yeah, the guy who's playing Sub Zero. Okay. Right. Sub Zero looks amazing. That's you sold Absolutely. as soon as Sub Zero looked good. You sold me. I'm in. Yeah, I mean, he looks awesome. Yeah, I mean, he looks amazing, man. I I don't know. I'm just I'm a little. It looks cool. Don't get me wrong. It just it also looks like it's like a B movie, you know, cast. So that's the, about the thing is um, there there are only a handful of good video game movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And definitely not in that genre. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, right. Uh, I was really, really surprised uh, that I enjoyed that trailer, and um, I'm really looking forward to see that movie now. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it too because you know, like with the Hiroyuki Sonata, he's he's I love him. Yeah, he's a big guy, big mm -hmm. big name guy. I love that dude. Yeah, one of my favorite you know actors, and he's he's a scorpion. So I mean, it, it's that that could be that's the guy, right? That's gonna probably carry the movie for me anyway 
you know, everybody well, else. Well, you know, it's going to be that's why they got the big name guy for Scorpion because Scorpion's always kind of the lead. So, right. I yeah. just hope Sub Zero kills him and we can end this silly debate. No, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so, you're also <laughs> on Sub Zero's side. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something better. I'm hoping, you know, I saw, I watched uh, like an in depth trailer with the director's commentary. Yeah. It, and, you know, he seems to, you know, like Goro, he talked a lot about him. He looks super cheesy even for the cgi i mean i'm not sure i mean it looks slightly better than the 1995 version come on the 1995 yeah. version is hilariously bad hilariously bad <laughs> this one's just all animated now so i i feel, I, wanna, I feel like they use like some kind of you know actual puppet or muppet or something for that muppet. one <laughs> some kind of fucking muppet back in 95 i don't know it was so bad but you know i mean hopefully they 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 he said it's got to be kind of a mix between like, you know, the seriousness of the story and like, but you also want to interject humor. So, you know, but you don't want to take that humor to like the net, you know, too far. Yeah. Right. Is, is what his comments were. And I hope, I, I kind of hope they do, you know, I kind of hope they push it a little bit because from what I've seen, it was like a very serious toned trailer, but also it was almost taking itself too seriously. I think, I think what they were trying to highlight, because one of the criticisms of Mortal Kombat, right. Of the movies is they, they've never really accentuated the violence that the, right. Um, you know, the game's known for. And, and they, they show that the movie's going to do it. Yeah. That's sub zero scene where he grabs the dude. dude. Oh my God. When he, awesome. when he freezes Jack's arms and then just breaks them off. Yeah, fantastic. Or in the other one where he freezes the blood and icicle. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, this is what I'm talking about. See, this is why <laughs> sub is better. Hmm. Get over here. <laughs> Sham says, "I hope there's at least a nod to the OG soundtrack." Yeah, right. They've they've got to get that Mortal Kombat tune in there at some point. You know, hopefully it's like a training montage for Cole, whoever that fucking dude is. I still don't know. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought Cole was maybe supposed to be representative Johnny Cage, uh, um, but he's his an MMA name, fighter. Johnny Cage's name, real name, is not Cole. So uh, unless unless I'm literally losing my mind, it's something. It's like John something. I forget, but anyway, so because, yeah, if you think of the Mortal Kombat, kind of the the games obviously have taken the lore in 30 directions, but the core story, right, is is the the kind of human people, which is Sonya, Cage, Jax, the military people go to this tournament, right, and kind of meet up with Liu Kang and Raiden, etc. So I I don't know who Cole could be if he's not Johnny Cage. I don't see why they would some add some just no name protagonist. That wouldn't make any sense. I mean, the way he explained it, I think was that you know that the, the games always introduce new characters like you know constantly, you know, and then they even you know they were kind of going through like a montage of all these characters that they've introduced. Even it's like a fifty. Yeah, they yeah. added like the mocap guy, you know, like the. You know, with the with the bolts and shit on his head. You know, so so he was kind of explaining. You know, so he thought that he could take that liberty, given the nature of the game and and how they added. You know, they always add different characters and stuff, and and create something new. And it could be good. I mean, that might be the best part of the whole film. Yeah, we'll see. You know, yeah, Elo says Cole's a new character, but seems like he's taking the place of Johnny, which is weird. Yeah. Um, see that that if Cole's a new character, that's fine. Don't you, you still got to have Johnny? Johnny's you a classic MK so. character. Yeah, still got to have him. And he, he's he's the funny one like Johnny in the Mortal Kombat universe. Johnny is the comic relief. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what he does. He's like the goofy martial artist. He, he was basically like a, a a comedian version of Van Damme. That's what he was representing in the 90s when the game was created. 
Gotcha. So, all right. Um, yeah, I'm excited though, man. I think that's what is April 16th. Is that right? April 16th and on HBO yes. Max. So, yes. so somewhere in April, it's it's not that far along. Yeah. So no, less than two months away. And uh, yeah. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I think a bunch of us are doing like a watch party on it. Like when on HBO Max, when it debuts, we're going to get an Xbox Live, get in a party chat, and I'll watch it at the same time. So. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, it'll be fun. I, I, have, to, I have to check where, where it is uh, aired in, in Germany because we don't have HBO. Oh, really? Well, yeah. you don't have HBO at all? No, no, not all. I mean, not no offense, man, but your country sounds like it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it hey, sounds like oh, it. Wait, I'm just saying. Hey, know, I was just there, and it scenes, was awesome. It's probably gorgeous. <laughs> like, you're really not inspiring me to, like, make a trip there, man, is what I'm saying. You know, between yeah. the, the, the lack of vaccines, <laughs> the fact that we don't have HBO Max now. I can't. I'm sorry. Um, yes, but other, other, other things. Dan, Dan you, you, you <laughs> yeah. drive 150 miles an hour while you're looking at the Alps yeah. and all yeah, of that I, goes away. Yeah, I would never be caught dead doing that because I would be <laughs> shitting my pants the entire time. Like I, I would be in the, in the granny lane of the Autobahn. That would I had be, my wife and son in the car, man. We were racing. Let's I go. Yeah, no chance. <laughs> Zero chance. Oh, man. You know, I'm not even joking. You know that my wife seriously still bugs me every couple weeks about when we're moving to Germany. Oh, like she liked it that much. Really? Yeah. yeah, I can't blame her. That doesn't have HBO yeah, Max. But you, you get your vaccine first in the U.S. and then you <laughs> Germany. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get our vaccines and uh, and yeah. then we'll come over. Yeah, yeah. Except that you know the whole strain is different over there, so they're not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love Germany. I'm just joking. <laughs> what's going on, guys? Pompa, Chris, uh, Kima, what's up, brother? Good to see you. Um, wanted to touch on this just before we get to what we're currently playing. Not, no big news here, but I do find it interesting just because I like them as a studio. And that is a uh, Bloober team. Um, obviously, just released the medium. We reviewed it. You know, a, a pretty good critical praise overall. Um, they're working on a uh, another horror IP. Shocking, I know. Um, but they said uh, specifically they're working with a major publisher and it's going to surprise some people. This was the CEO that came out and said that this week. Now, there were quick rumors that this might have been Silent Hill. But if you're kind of paying attention, because I, I love these horror games, Silent Hill has already been confirmed to be uh, by Konami themselves to be uh, worked on. It is coming. It's being worked on, but it's being worked on by a Japanese dev. Um, so Bloober Team's not working on Silent Hill, which is... That's kind of a shame. I would have liked to have seen what they would have done with Silent Hill. But, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, this is still exciting. Obviously, this started the swirl rumors uh, because the rumors have been for a long time now that Bloober Team may do something with Xbox kind of permanently, whether it's the whole acquisition word we're going to throw out there or something else. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm personally excited about this. I love Bloober Team. I love their work. Um, and I love seeing them continually to get bigger and bigger over the years. So if they're working on something more, even more major with another big publisher and are well-funded, man, I'm, I'm definitely excited about this. What now, which, which is the, what is going to surprise people, the publisher or the IP? The IP. Okay. I mean, I didn't know, I didn't know that about um, Silent Hill, that it's been confirmed by Konami to be from a, Japanese death that's Japanese death because in my mind it, it still was um hopefully silent hill that they are working on um good to know um yeah yeah i mean bloober team it, like you said you can continually see that how they improve from game to game um and the medium was just amazing i i really enjoyed that game I was 
so surprised by how well it was written. Um, the atmosphere, the sound design was incredible. It was. It was the best since Hellblade, in my opinion. Yeah, agree, one hundred percent. So yeah, uh, then I'm, I'm I'm thinking right now what what could it be? Which big horror IP? could they do now um i'm wondering because you know they did blair witch of course which was a movie ip yeah. so i'm i'm starting to rack my mind of okay what's a big horror movie ip or something uh, that's well established in yeah. horror kind of franchise or genre i guess is a better word um might be onto something there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to be a video game ip you're right yeah 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 so i don't know you know i mean it could be uh, we just saw friday the 13th which was unique and kind of you know died uh just due to the developer support but you know yeah. i mean there's halloween there's nightmare on elm street um there's yeah. things We've like exorcist even king game even you know i mean yeah i mean there's all kinds of licenses out there where you could create yeah. something yeah. like that um mm -hmm. so anyway i just thought it'd be an interesting conversation because uh you know i would love to see something even bigger from them um you know, Pompa says in the chat right now, he brings up Condemned, which continues to be one of my favorite horror games of all time. Um, mentioning the game will have combat. So the first first thing that came to his mind was Condemned, which would be awesome. Uh, Lee Watson, what's up, Lee? Good to see you. Give Bloober the Shining. <laughs> Could you imagine if they did a Shining game where you go to the hotel? That would be cool. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what the story would be there, of course, because that's, uh, you know, Pretty direct but that would still be from an environmental standpoint that could be incredible yeah. so dan i know you'll be buying it on day one no matter what yeah it so. doesn't really matter see now there, there was <laughs> you see all these stupid rumors you know that there were one or, or then there were two games and that you know now it's the japanese publisher you know but it couldn't oh, for silent hill you mean yeah for silent hill now couldn't so, be like a remake and then one be like a new version of the game or a new. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't pay attention to the rumors. Yeah. So the 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 most up to date thing I've seen is that yeah, it's two two different Silent Hill projects are in the work, just projects, okay. whatever that means. Um, and that the the core one is being developed uh, by a Japanese developer, but they haven't said if it's new, remake, what have you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I mean, technically, they could be working on Silent Hill. Like a remake of the first, who, Bluber? Oh, yeah. I guess if there's multiple projects, if that's true. Multiple I guess projects, right. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you have uh, what's his face, the audio designer or the uh, the guy who does the music, is working with them, right? For their for their next project. Yeah, he, well, okay. he write, wrote the music. Um, yeah, yeah. I forget so, his name. Yeah. Me too. Um, but yeah. he's yeah. The, so he's got, you know, they've got those two things going for him. You know, a lot of signs pointing to it. I have no idea. Yeah. I do know that I won't be playing it. <laughs> uh, of course, Joe in chat says, I'm telling you the publisher is Sony. Um, I'm banking on it because the last rumor was Blue Point on Metal Gear Solid, which is, yeah, I think that's the prevailing rumor at the moment. The one interesting thing, if you really want to go down the rabbit hole and put your tinfoil hat on, uh, so we'll go with our tinfoil hat segment here, um, mm. is that I think it was Miles over at Windows Central noticed that the Silent Hill official Twitter account so the actual IP official Twitter account, it only follows 25 people total. And like six of them are Xbox executives. Mm -hmm. um, yes. So they follow, obviously, Xbox, Phil Spencer, Major Nelson, Aaron Greenberg, um, kind of all those guys. So uh, and we, you know, there's just so many rumors right now. We have no idea. And that's why we don't talk too much about them. Between rumors and acquisitions, Jesus Christ, you could 
make a five hour <laughs> video of just it's it's out of control. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I it won't. Let me say this: it won't surprise me if either Sony or Microsoft have sewn up some sort of Silent Hill game because the return of Silent Hill would be a very big thing. Wait, what if the Japanese publisher was Kojima Productions? He's supposed to be working on a horror game. Just throwing Kojima. that out there. Yeah, Kojima yeah, published by Sony, Kojima maybe. Kojima would work with Konami. Yeah, the Konami-Kojima thing is the, is the issue there. But maybe but, they, yeah. you know, they've, they've patched, it, patched it up. Uh, after what went down, I doubt that. Maybe but. his ego you know, went down a little bit. Yeah. No, it's that didn't happen. And produced by Kojima, no. nothing else by Kojima? No. No? No. Yeah, they, they'd be like, okay, you have to say that you directed this game, but that's it. We're yeah. going to produce and everything. He's like, no. I'm out. Forget it. I'm out. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's uh, let's talk about what we're currently playing. I know, uh, I know, Archie. We've uh, I've seen your posts about Division Two and revisiting as well, which uh, yeah. I really kicked back into gear a couple days ago myself. I've just been playing solo, and I, I need to group up with some of you guys because it's it's amazing. Dirty knees, baby. Dirty knees are back. Yeah. So if you need if you need a clan, if you don't have a clan, uh, we didn't create a season gaming one. Dan created the Dirty Knees. So they're out the there. Dirty knees. I have to I have to search for it because I don't have a clan. Um, Come on in, no, man. I'm, but I I love it. Uh, the game is absolutely amazing. I bought the uh, Warlord of New York DLC. Yeah. Uh, finished that the other day. Um, wow, it's, nice. it's awesome. Um, so so the campaign of it, of course. But there's a, a lot of end game content now opening up. The the new cheese, uh, season just started. Um, I'm really digging it again. Um, I need to find a group. I've never played a raid in in Destiny Two. Um, Division Two. You have to, yeah. You have to have eight players. I've never been able to gather eight players at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'd love to do that because I'm really having such a such a good time with the game again. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to play it right after this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's do it, man. Make sure you've got me on. Um, I know Sarko, who's in the chat, good buddy of mine. He plays it. Uh, Dan plays or there's definitely yeah. we can get a group together. I know Sean yeah. and some of the other guys were talking about doing a, a raid too. I've done I haven't done any of the raids. They're tough. I, I mean they're tough. Yeah, I've yeah. done a couple of them and you really do need a group that's on in the chat and has builds kind of focused for thing, you know, individual things you want to do. Like you need your DPS guy that's going to sit up front, you need a tank, you need someone who's going to sit back and use skills to kind of debuff the enemies and heal and so you really have to coordinate but when you when you get a group together working kind of cohesively it's it's really fun have you have you heard uh have you tried the the tower yet no so my future son-in-law who was over last night i was talking about to you guys prior um he did he was telling me about it and what he really said to me was interesting which um i think more games loot games need to do is you, you go in the tower, but he said you can set the loot pool ahead of time. So you can set, for instance, what the harder enemies, if you're looking for like a specific gear set, uh -huh. there's different loot pools you can set, which gives you a better oh, chance of cool. getting those gear pieces. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to get sucked back into it. I've been, I tried <laughs> it out a little bit too since the update. And it's, there's a lot to, you have to like relearn it. I ha I um, literally had him show me stuff for like 15, 20 minutes because yeah. I hadn't played it in a long time. And there, there's so much to it. Yep. Yeah, it is, and and some of the mechanics are really not self 
No. It's English world. Uh, no. They don't no. explain themselves. I still haven't really figured out how that recalibration shit works because uh, I never have the, the abilities to, to recalibrate something. And yeah, there are a lot of mechanics and so much content where you really don't know what should you play next. Um, but it, it it's fun. The mechanics are so good. Um, play so well in 60 FPS. Yeah. And it's really, really beautiful. Um, you know, I was, the other thing I was thinking about, and I was going to post uh, just some screenshots on Twitter is that, you know, I, I know we've joked about Ubisoft over episodes, but, uh, we have given them a lot of credit for continuing to improve their games, um, yeah. from a free perspective. I mean, if you just look at the amount of content in a game like division two, um, you know, obviously what they've done with the mortals and whether, whether it's a seven or not, uh, Valhalla, you know, you, river raids for it. I'd say it again. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, no matter what you think from a, you know, critical perspective, uh, they do a fantastic job of continuing to let their developers update those games. And sure you can go into division two and you can spend real money on stupid looking cosmetics. Um, and people do, and that's fine. Yeah, but that's fine. Right. It doesn't impact the game. You don't have to spend it. If people want to, great. But Ubisoft, in my opinion, when I look across uh, all of your major publishers, um, and Xbox does a good job with their first-party stuff, too, if you look at State of Decay, Sea of Thieves, etc. I mean, they continue to update those uh, extensively. But Ubisoft, you know, yeah, they're making their money, obviously, and they're worth more than they've ever been worth. But you look at Legion and Valhalla and Division Two Siege, is there a better yeah. example than Siege? No. I mean, they're just crushing it with continued support of their titles and keeping them fresh. And as we talked about last week, they said purely due to community support, they're going to continue with Division 2, and we're going to get more new content down the line, which is, I, I think that needs to be celebrated more and talked about more. Yeah. Absolutely. They do a great job. I mean, it's in... Yeah, the, the, the... Oh, and... Sorry, sorry, Dan. And they're the only major publisher who's given us all these next-gen updates Yeah, that are awesome. Right, and they're, they've I mean, introduced cross-progression now, you know, in most, a lot of their games. So, you know, it's it's they haven't done it for The Division 2 yet, but I think you can do it through, like, PC and Stadia, but uh, who cares? At this point, if you're not already, you know, you know, balls deep in, like, one of the ecosystems or other on that game, you're screwed anyway. You know, starting from scratch is, is you know, pretty tough unless you've got, you know, a lot of people, you know. What game? Division 2. I mean, oh, it, it's, it, there's it, a lot. Yeah, there's a lot, a yeah. lot. And uh, but yeah, they've done an amazing job. You know, like I said, River Rage just came out. Tried that the other day. Pretty good. I mean, that was one of my favorite parts of the game was the river raiding. They were fun. You yeah. know, they were super fun. Um, but yeah, my, my kids play, you know, Rainbow Six all the time. And yeah. that's a lot of, you know, a lot of their money that they, they earned is, is put towards cosmetic stuff, yeah. you know, and they can continue to, you know. And, and that's what they need to do, you know, and that that's the best kinds of microtransactions. Yeah, no doubt. Not really necessary. No doubt. So, I've preached yeah. about Path of Exile before from an ARPG perspective. You know, they've they've literally made that free to play game with expansions for like seven or eight years now and never charge for anything that impacts the game. Yeah. Which is yeah. it's amazing, you know. And so if there's people that like the cosmetics, by all means, do it up. Yeah. Um, so Sham says, uh, yeah, it's the tower is the thing. So it's one to 100 and you can change your difficulty level. And he also says you can change your loot pool at any time. So that's really cool. That's even better because that means obviously if you get the one piece you're looking for from this gear set, now you can switch it 
and start hunting for another one. So it's cool. really cool. Yeah. 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 Very cool. So yeah, man. Um, like I said, <laughs> the dirty knees is the name of the clan. Feel free to jump in. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> let's, let's get a group together, man. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now mind you, the dirty knees was created, you know, by Diego, our, you know, De Niro Primero, our graphic yeah. artist. That was his idea. Uh, it's because, uh, when we played a lot of times we are on our knees, you know, trying to <laughs> crawling crawl around because they're crawling around to get revived because you've been down <laughs> that's the dirty knees i would like to say that's i do a better job at that you know i, I don't know i'm a, I'm a then big we definitely fan. need a sean because i've been playing with him recently and i learned that he has a healer build so <laughs> yeah they're, they're critical like if you're especially yeah. if you're doing a raid you need like one or two healers 100 yeah so Talzachi, I think I'm pronouncing that properly. Talzachi got my season gaming birch. Feels good. Always catch your pod at work. Keep it up. Mass Effect 1 is the GOAT, not 2. Every Preach week. it. Every Preach week. it. 2 was an action game, not an RPG. I didn't pay for this. Yeah, I didn't exactly. pay for this quote. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like, here, I'm going to send you some free season gaming merch. You know, finally got it in the mail. Also, here's a PayPal for five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I understand how this stuff works. It doesn't. Oh matter. man, that's awesome, Talzachi. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate that. Um, actually, I think it's uh, this week. Uh, not to change the subject, but on our merch. If you don't know, merch is on our site. You can find it. Donate all of the profit goes to charities. Uh, the two charities we support, which is Special Effect in the UK and Able Gamers in the US. And uh, I'm actually getting ready to send the the first one for 2021. I kind of bundle. I wait a couple months and then bundle up and send those donations over. Bundle. So that's uh, it's going next week, man. So thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um. All right. Now, now, now that I'm back on Mass Effect One being the best, I lost my train of thought. Nah, um, nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Arch, what else have you been playing, man? Yeah. Um. I. I just wanted to check out the God of War patch um, yeah, yeah, yeah. with 60fps, so I booted it up, and now I'm back <laughs> doing full replay. <laughs> Man, that that it in. looks insanely good on the PlayStation 5. Um, Excellent. And plays so so well with 60fps. Um, I'm probably halfway through now. Um, yeah, I've been playing that. Um, just played the medium. Um, what else? Destiny 2. Um, okay. although I have to admit that I'm taking a little break right now because I'm so playing so much division <laughs> and you can't do two of those. That's true. And, and then, yeah, well, I've been jumping a lot of in between a couple of, um, older games, um, because I wanted to do a couple of screen captures for, for one of my upcoming videos. Okay. Um, and yeah but mainly it's god of war and and the division those are the two big ones right now yeah nice i i haven't checked out the vision yet with the or we just talked division i haven't checked out god of war yet with the update um but i've heard nothing but insane. nothing but good things insanely good it's, it's not just a 60 fps it is also that basically all the um checkerboarded uh 4k is gone and you more or less get stable 4k uh, a crispy sh crispy sharp uh, image uh all the time at 60 frames and it really looks good man gosh yeah it's like i, I want to go back to god of war i reinstalled or not reinstalled i installed ghost of tsushima on my ps5 yeah um, i still got it <laughs> Got to load up a PS4 and upload my save, which drives me nuts. But I've already talked about that. But I, I'm hearing nothing but good things, and I hope Sony, the one I really, you know, hope for next, just because I, 
despite all the qualms and debates we've had about it, I really want to go through Last of Us 2 again. But yes. I want to wait. Like, where is that? Come on. Yeah, it's that patch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that should be out within the next month or two. Like, there should be no excuse. Other, I mean... Naughty Dog's like, how big are they now? Three, four hundred devs? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and all your other first-party games have had updates, right? Like, if you think through... Um, what God of War, Ghost of Tsushima? I'm forgetting some. Days Gone, um, Days Gone in 60 FPS, awesome, awesome. It is. I it's went a- back, uh, played a little bit. Amazing. I think yeah. we're playing the same game because I literally played through an entire playthrough of God of War this week. Jesus like, Christ! Now, now, bear in mind, this is a straight story. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. here and there for the doors, and that was it. You know, so it, it went actually pretty fast. You know. Uh, and and but God, it's nuts. Like I, I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna start a new game plus, see yeah. how it looks. Da, da, da. And next thing you know, I'm like, damn, this I forgot how good the story is. Oh, yeah, like, good. You know, you know, just like really like no loading times. Everything's kind of just intercut, and they just didn't. It's so good. Yeah, such a good game. Yeah, such a good game. Yeah, I played that, and actually, I started playing another new game plus of Days Gone, just to see yeah. how that looked, and it looks awesome. And mm. Vision Two. A little bit of that, a little bit of control, more hitman. <laughs> kind yeah. of all over the place. I am. I'm really, you know, I got, you know, I, the one thing that I haven't played is my newest game is the Mario game because my son keeps taking my Switch to go play mm-hmm. Animal Crossing because he's saving up for the... Oh, right. That reminds me. I, I, I played a little bit uh, of Hades on the Switch. I started that. Um, okay. Yeah, I always play that in bed uh, when my wife... Uh, usually my wife and I, we watch... Uh, Netflix and then fall asleep sure. and, and have, have, it, have the TV on timer. But recently, she always turns uh, off the TV and then and, and that's why I have my uh, Switch now on my nightstand and when she falls asleep, <laughs> I'm just starting to play the Switch. And um, yeah, I started Hades there. Um, only played about like three or four hours now, but uh, fun game. Fun game, definitely. Yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about it. And obviously they announced the physical release this week, which excited me. Um, but I just, I continue to wait. I really want it on uh, PS5 or Series X. Um, so yeah, we'll yeah. see if we get it. Um, I see uh, Fastback says he's uh, finishing up Watch Dogs Legion. That's another game I want to go back to. And uh, funny enough, I got I got invited to the damn Legion um, online technical test this past weekend, and I forgot to log in. I never even tried it. <laughs> I did. Did you? Was it any good? It was all right. You know, I think about Legion, though. I mean, uh, yeah, I know. It's not your your favorite game. See, I really loved it. And again, I started talking about Division, and I completely forgot my train of thought. What I was going to say, other than Ubisoft um, uh, continuing to improve their games and offer uh, you know updates for them, is, in my opinion, they do a really good job at world building. So as I was going back through to Division 2, and I was looking at the cityscape and, like, things you find around the city, like the graffiti and, uh, you know, it just, it feels like a city that's actually living, that's been lived in. Um, And I felt that way about Legion as well. Um, And I just, I feel they do a really good job of that. Whereas there's a lot of games that are big and open and stuff, but they just feel dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Watch Dogs Legion is is a great example. Uh, It really feels like a a living city. It is amazing. Yeah, I love that. I, that's one of the key things about my review is that it just it, it felt that way. It felt like you're walking around a, a city um, and all the little details you could find um, were just really impressive. And I feel the same about the vision, too. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that, that was an amazing part of the game. My problem was it was basically the same thing 
over and over and over. Hey, I mean, no you Legion could, hate in here. You could do the same thing. You could. You you could. I mean, be, it, it didn't push you to try that. different things. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, you didn't have to. Yeah, yeah. you didn't have to. Um, yeah, Pong says Star Wars on sn Snowdrop Engine is going to be amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, talented yeah. group. So, yeah, I was with HTK here. I did that. That was that was my go-to cargo drone. Cargo, I mean, the cargo drone was awesome. It was yeah. it was amazing. I mean, that's all you had to do. It's just like, yep, I'm cargo droning over here. I'm gonna cargo drone over this thing. Gonna cargo drone over this. <laughs> like, damn, why would I do anything else? The cargo drone was really slow, though. Yeah, but it didn't matter because nobody ever saw you because nobody can look up. You know, why Why don't these people just go like this and, oh, hey, there's Spider-Man. But no, never, ever, ever, no enemies will just look up. It's a, it's a problem with several games. Spider-Man's probably the worst offender by far. Like, just look up, dudes. Come on, AI. <laughs> I mean, you can literally take out 30 guys. None of them will ever see you. You know, there'll, there'll be guys hanging from webs 10 feet above their heads <laughs> and they won't see them. It drives me crazy. Crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, that, that, that leads right back to the conversation we had about, you know, world AI and reaction to actually things that are happening okay. around you. Yeah. yeah. Pay attention, people. Um, the only other thing I've been playing, well, let me talk about control real quick. Um, so been playing through control. I would say I'm about halfway through it now. Um, do I don't like want to. Yeah, so I'm kind of weird. It's it's really smooth on the PS5, so I'm glad I waited because uh, the 60 frames, it just runs really good, and it feels good to kind of do all the combos, you know what I mean? Pick stuff yeah. up, throw it, shoot, float, all that. Um, and I love Remedy games. I love the kind of mysticism around it or the mystery around it uh, and the kind of – it's horror-esque without being horror. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the one thing that's starting to, to wear on me a little bit, though, is the going back to what you just said, Dan, is that every enemy encounter feels samey in a way. Um, yeah. I walk in, there's 10 guys, smash them all with stuff from around the environment, finish them off, move on. Um, and then on top of that, all the environments look very similar because you're in this building. Mm -hmm. Everything looks the damn same. Uh, and the map is horrendous. Horrendous. So bad. It's one of the worst game maps I think I've ever yeah, seen agreed. in a game. Um, so what's really annoying me is like I love to explore, but if I go down a hallway, make a left, go somewhere, right, then I don't know where the hell I am. And it's like trying to find my way back is like a maze. Um, it's it's weird to me. So I don't know. I'm mixed on it. I, I really like the mechanics, the gameplay mechanics. Yeah, the powers feel awesome. Absolutely. No doubt. Uh, I mean, it's a beautiful game. Um, I had the same issue with the map, and I I didn't like the story at all, to be honest. Um, it is. Yeah. I, I, I was all constantly wondering what the hell is going on, and I was really hoping that in the end everything will be revealed. And and But no, the, I finished the game, and I still didn't understand what was going on. Um, so that's, that's really the thing here. And, and I mean, it, it is a story-driven game. So yeah. for a story-driven game to have such a confusing story, I don't know. Okay, I'm not alone because, um, yeah, it lost me. I mean, I, I get some of the details, of course, but I don't really know yeah. what they're going for. So it's kind of disappointing to hear that I'm like you. I'm about halfway through and I'm thinking, okay, maybe this pulls together later on. Um, but that's, <laughs> that's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. Although I, I have to say that... I'm not going to spoil, of, of course, anything, but there is one mission you have to do that is, the, I th think, the second 
no, probably the last mission, the really the last real mission. This uh, is designed so awesome um, that there's something happening that is, is from a pure gameplay mechanic standpoint is, is insanely good. So for that alone, you should play it <laughs> till the end. Okay. All right. I'll try and stick with it. I'll do yeah. my best. I'll know Division 2 is really taking over again. Uh, okay. Here's a comment. Shots fired at you, Dan. Uh, go play a Yakuza game, then you can talk about repetitive gameplay. From one until six. Right. There's <laughs> gameplay in a Yakuza game. All I see is cutscenes. Yeah. It's all yeah. fighting. That's literally how it is. It's the story that brings you in. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, the only other thing that's kind of been become funny in the community is is PGA Tour 2K21. So Dan and I talked a lot about this last year because we were really disappointed that you could only use the swing stick, right? Um, and so neither of us bought it. A bunch of people in the GBTB community, um, Bomber and Fork and, and Wilmy and everyone, a lady, have been playing it. And then now a lot of the SG groups have been playing it. So Elu got it. He got like Mo and Jordan and everyone else into it. So now there's this like online gaming or a golfing society that's developed, which is quite hilarious. So... I, I still refuse to play because I hate the swing stick. And then Elu went and bought it for me. So now I felt obligated to play. The only good thing I can tell you, Dan, is we played last night around together. And you can, the nice thing is you can change settings like extensively, right? Mm -hmm. So what Elu did is he went in and he basically made it almost like a hard version of, not hard version, but a version of like Hot Shots Golf where you have like the way your ball lies, uh, the, the percentage if you're in the rough, you know what I mean? Like you have to factor for the distance. You can do like high wind. You can do all these things, but then you can make the swing stick to where, yeah, you still have to use it down and up, right? But the speed at which you movement, move it, and and the left to right doesn't really matter. It's just a motion. Oh, so it's just up and down. So it it's just up and down. Slices. Yeah. So it's it's much more like playing what you and I hoped it was than if you play with like the normal professional settings where it's like if you slightly move it too slow, it screws up, or if you slightly move it too left, it screws up. Um, so you can tune it to where it's more like what you and you and I were hoping. So yeah, I'll wait for Mario Golf. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for a realistic game. I'm yeah. going for Mario Golf. Uh, we have a huge DM. I'll play you, Ains. Paul, I'm not sure what game you're referring to, so just put it in chat. Um, you said me. We have a huge DM. I'll play you, Ains. Maybe you're talking about golf or not. Just let me know. Um, Anyway, guys, anything else you want to touch on um, before I uh, kind of talk about some of the things we got coming up? I'm good. Okay. All right. So let me um, – a couple updates for you. Um, um, if you saw my post, uh, I, I talked more about uh, the good in gaming, which is uh, something I'm turning into kind of a uh, small little – not a campaign per se, but something I want to work on more consistently. So I did that big article that kind of got a lot of press uh, – year and a half, two years ago or something. And I talked to a few people this week and then kind of posted, I, I posted and asked for people to reach out to me. So if you're listening to this, if you're watching this and you have examples of how gaming has helped you in your life, whether it be from a traumatic experience, whether it be from depression and anxiety, a bad time in your life, you know, all these different things that we all deal with. Um, please reach out to me if you want to, obviously. <laughs> Uh, please reach out to me. Let me know if you'd like to share some of those stories. Um, what I'm doing is working with a bunch of people across the community to put some of those examples together. And I'm going to do a follow-up to my article from a while ago uh, using one of my own examples. 
um, from people around the community. So I, I've been very, very surprised at how many people have reached out to me. It's almost overwhelming um, with just stories ranging from very light, uh, you know, this, I can't see my friends because they're far away. And so we stay in touch through gaming all the way to the other end of the spectrum uh, where you're talking about, you know, very personal things and, and tough things to deal with in your life. So uh, you can also share those stories with me and stay anonymous. So if you, if you want the story to be told, but you don't want me to use your name, screen name, quote, anything, we can do that as well. So obviously it's completely up to, uh, up to you uh, if you want to do that. So you can DM me. My DMs on Twitter are always open. You can DM me. You can uh, also email me at aboden uh, at seasongaming.com. And uh, I'm kind of collecting those all together. So I can I can tell you, I've already had like tens of people reach out to me. Um, so I think this is going to be a, a really good piece. And uh, I look forward to sharing it in the next couple of weeks. Um, we also, uh, I'm also working on the next industry perspective chat. So that'll be coming up soon. Uh, I'm also working with someone else for a, a, a thing for their channel later this week as well. So stay tuned for that. And then uh, the last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is uh, this week we get the Outriders demo. Um, so Outriders is one of those games that I know many of us who play Division, Destiny, etc., have been looking forward to, and the demo comes out for next weekend. So we'll be talking about that a lot next weekend. But uh, you know, I know we talked about Division and etc. You guys excited for that one? Super excited! I played the Alpha. Okay. Um, did you actually play it? Yeah, did you? Because I tried. It just it yeah. failed every yeah, time I tried I had to play. No problem. I I know a lot of people t uh, told me that oh I couldn't get in. I had absolutely zero problems. I played it. I had sure. a ton of fun with it. It is it is. It reminds me a lot of Mass Effect, to be honest. Mass Effect mixed with a little bit of um, yeah Gears of War from the gameplay perspective. Mm -hmm. um, with light RPG mechanics, yeah, um, it, it is really good. It is. I played as the as the pyromancer um, class, yeah. and I had so much fun um, with the nice. game. Um, it 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 the story from how it started. You could play like the first act of the game or something like that. Um, the story is is really good. Uh, like good. I said. Total Mass Effect vibes. Um, don't think Destiny or Division. Think more Mass Effect. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I can take Mass Effect with loot. Yeah, yeah. We'll it's see. almost like Mass Effect One. The better, you know what I mean. It's more like an RPG then. Sham says the same thing. Like, yeah, uh, that Alpha. Literally, I had the I had that thing where every time I got the character creation, it would just crash my Xbox every single time. And I tried, I probably tried almost ten times, and different days, and it, it just it would never launch. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I hope that the demo runs better. Yeah, no, hopefully the demo is good. But yeah. go ahead, uh, Dan. It's 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 got like very. I'm getting like Anthem. Marvel Avengers vibes. Stop it. From like in a bad way. So I'm going to, I'll, I'll try the demo for sure. But even after that, it's going to have to be outstanding, like right up front to actually convince me to stick with it and, you know, buy it on launch. I, there, there's, I just don't want it to be that. I know you can play it through single player. I know it's probably mostly meant for a co-op experience. You know, I, I haven't really been keeping up on it only because, I'm worried that it'll, you know, kind of go that route. 
where mm. it's like, yeah, it's initially great. And then, you know, 10, 12 hours later, you're like, God damn it. No. They got me again. They got me again. <laughs> yeah. I, I really didn't get that feeling. Um, uh-huh. it, it is really not a games as a service game. You can really tell that. It, it's not a games as a service title. So you really have to think it is a, a action RPG um, in, a, in a sci-fi universe. Um, you have an open world with um, a lot of side missions. You have... The, the typical RPG things, yeah, where, where you get different side stories, sidelines, and you have a skill tree, but it's it's not really not a games as a service title. Um, Interesting, and that and that that's um, and I've heard that, and they've said that, right? So I mean, it's very clear that's not what they're going for. But I wonder how they keep content and end game fresh. I'm not sure if that they ha- they have to do that. They said uh, it takes you about forty to fifty hours to finish the main game. Okay. I mean, come on, that's a, that's a good. Well, that's fair. Yeah, game. that's fair. If it's a complete it's, experience, then that's fair. Yeah. Yep. And if if that if you then have a good ending, uh, I mean, come on, did did the Witcher have an end game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's a single player game, and they push it as such. That's fine. You know, I mean, but you know, when you when you think of games like this and think of games, you know as a service i know this isn't one of them you know god what was that one that kind of popped to mind the one where you were kind of like a archaeologist kind of it was a four-player co-op game damn it strange brigade oh yeah you know it, it kind of maybe something like that that really wasn't a games as a service either but it was kind of like a four-player co-op narrative yeah narrative game yeah. you know and and i really didn't like that game either but you know, this the 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 setting for me is what's going to sell me if I get it. Is you know, and it being a little bit Mass Effecty, you had me going there for a minute. Then you said Gears of War gameplay, and I was like, God damn it! And we we're going backwards. So hey, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'm just, you know, that's a lot of gears, but it, it's just we'll see. I'm 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 not going to jump into this one head first. Well, that that's why it's good you we know. get a demo, right? Yeah, Check it out. thank God, thank God, we get a demo. Yeah. On this one, but I, I mean, you know, the, the thing is, you know, when it first they first showed it, I was just like, "Damn, this looks awesome!" Yeah, you know? it, it really is. And when I was playing it, I was really wondering how the co-op will work um, in such a game because you, it is a heavily story-driven game. So mm-hmm. it that, that that really makes co-op difficult, in my opinion, because you, where where do you jump in? I mean, if if you ain't come into my game and I'm like. Uh, three chapters uh, further into the game you won't get the story or get spoiled or whatever i'm you'll miss a bunch of stuff i have i have more the feeling that this is 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 really as more single player game that can be played in co-op but i still haven't figured out how they want to make that uh, issue Mm -hmm. work because it is a story-driven game Hmm. yeah interesting all right well i'll I'll be checking it out here in a few days so we'll be uh uh 25th so Thursday, I think. Nice. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, but we'll be talking about a lot more next weekend, of course. So uh, next, uh, check it us, check us out next week, and we'll be having a lot more coverage of that in the future as well. Um, so uh, I think Steve, actually, for our site, is uh, going to do a write-up on the uh, demo next week as well as the formal review for the game like a month later. It comes out April 1st, right? So oh, Nothing can go wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so all right guys um 
yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up here. Thanks everyone in chat. You've been awesome today. Really appreciate it. If you haven't already hit that like button, please do and, and leave us a comment or, uh, you know, just share us out. Obviously Ark brother, always great to have you on. Um, you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're one of our regulars. And uh, as we always say, you'll definitely be back again in the near future. Let's not take so long next time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, let's make it a regular thing, but um, go ahead and shout out, um, you know, the channel and uh, what you're up to. Yeah, first of all, uh, thanks again for having me. It, it's always a pleasure here talking with you guys, uh, gaming. It's, it's, I always have a great time. I enjoy myself. So I'll, I'm glad to come back. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And yeah, my channel um, can be found at Boxenberger basically everywhere. Yeah, on Twitter, here on YouTube, Xbox Live, PlayStation Network, everywhere Boxenberger. Um, yeah, I just uploaded a video this week about the um fps boost and how it works and what the limitations are which games will get it or can in, in theory get it and which won't um so if you want to learn more about the the um fps boost definitely check that out and yeah th again thanks for having me fantastic uh yeah and a very good video i already commented on it of course uh but yeah very good video so please do check that out and check out the channel uh arc does some some really good work so it goes without saying um Dan, Rihanna, man, what are you guys up to tonight? That's it. We're going to go to uh, like Steak and Shake or something. <laughs> you know, she's not, you know, she's not a gold digger. So she, she, she's she doesn't got, need to be one. She doesn't need to be one, right? So she, she, she yeah. appreciates me for, for me. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. So, and then I don't know what's going to happen tonight. Yeah. <laughs> if it's like everything else, it's going to be pretty dry. But you know. <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, happy birthday, Rihanna! <laughs> happy birthday, Rihanna! That's uh, an interesting way to close a gaming show, but here we are. Um, thank you, everyone. Uh, chat, you've been awesome. If you're listening to this later, thank you so much for the support as always, and we will see you next week. That was Big Cast One Forty Two. Cheers. <laughs>